Blog Talk Radio.
hello, <clears throat> hello, and hello again. I know you're probably thinking, oh, wow, you sound <clears throat> like you don't feel good. It's not about my feelings. I said last week, and we're on part two this week. Who and what are you putting your faith in? And who and what are you following? So, therefore, I'm going to start off with prayer, and then I'm going to come back and talk to you about the program today. Father God, we thank you and we glorify you. We thank you for your strength and your healing glory. We thank you for the power in the name of Jesus. For the power and the authority in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the power and the authority that you've given each and every one of us according to our relationship. Take it not for granted, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We can't thank you any more than we can thank you. But we ask you, God, to help us to thank you even the more. For your word says, I believe, God, but help thine my unbelief. God, I thank you, but help me to thank you more. God, I'm grateful, but help me to be even more grateful. God, I trust you, but help me to trust you even more. God, I seek you, but help me to seek you even the more. God, I love you and adore you, but help me to love you and adore you even the more. Oh, God, I thank you, thank you, thank you. For you are God and you are God alone. You are a healer. You make us whole. For by your stripes we're already healed. By your stripes, Jesus, we're already at home. It doesn't matter what our bodies feel like. It doesn't even matter what we sound like, God. But it's about the power in the name of Jesus. It's about the power in the name of Jesus. And you're sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession for each and every one of us. And we thank. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you. We thank you for Minister Margo. And that she's whole from her head to her toe, from the inside out. We don't care about any doctor's reports. We don't care about any signs and symptoms. We thank you, we thank you, we pray for Minister Sylvia in the name of Jesus. We don't care what the doctor may say. For you are the greatest physician. From coast to coast. From the north to south to east and the west. It is you, God. You are the greater one. And your Holy Spirit resides on the inside of each one of us. In the name of Jesus. That was beyond themselves, God. Because they pulled up. We thank you for the ability to make a vow, for you are a covenant-keeping God. You are a contract-keeping God. You are a word-keeping God. You are a promise-making, keeping God. And we thank you. You are the promise-maker. You are the promise-keeper. You are God. We thank you for watching over and protecting our Aunt Catherine. 
We thank you for watching over and protecting our sisters and our brothers. God, we ask you in the name of Jesus, cover, cover, cover. Heal, heal, heal. Protect, protect, protect. Make whole, make whole, make whole. Let us lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways we will acknowledge you, God, all-knowing God, ever-present God. you hold. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. So we have been on a thing that God has been uh, placing in my heart about where and who. Let's the enemy in and out. We can't hear uh, you. We're going. You're going in and out. God bless you. Okay. Thank you. I thank you, God, that even with the in and out, you're still God. I thank you that um, it's not just my voice. It's probably the internet, and we know that the enemy of our soul. Is definitely, he was given the musical assignment in heaven, and he controlled the airway. But I thank you that God, we know that you control even more. So I would ask that every listener, turn yourself up as high as you can get it, because we're going to do whatever we have to do, the strategies, the tactics, the techniques that the enemy doesn't expect us to use because God has given us a volume that goes higher. So let's get up. God has given us things where we can move around in our places to see if we could get uh, our technology to uh, line up because we know it's snowing outside some places. But we also know that um, the reality of today voice that I have the enemy would like for it to be shut down. So it's not going on on the air. It's about what's going on in our bodies because the attack of the enemy is what it is. And it's going to go at your body. It's going to go at your voice. It's going to go at your lungs. It's going to go at uh, the airways. It's going to go at everything that we're trying to use to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And guess what? Back at you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Back at you. Because, see, when I was walking around yesterday having those dizzy spells, when I woke up this morning having more dizzy spells, the enemy said, "Uh uh-huh, I got it now. But Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Back at you. For the message says, where and who are you putting your faith in? Ah, I'm putting mine in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you really still stand when the airways aren't as crisp as you would like them to be? Will you still stand and follow an old God when you did keep your vow? that you made to the Lord when you said, yes, Lord, guess what I will? Because, see, I realize that many times we say things, but we're just saying it, stuff like God helps those that help themselves, really. Uh, Well, we're talking about widows and orphans and individuals in that. Even in the midst of what you're going through, God gives you a way of escape. God gives us a way to see if we will do just what we said. And my answer, 
is still yet. So where and who am I putting my faith in? It's still in God. Another uh, thing we often say that's not biblical either. The temptation was too strong. I couldn't resist it. Oh, these busy spells I'm having today, Lord. I just can't do this. No, 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 no. That is not what I'm saying. For 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 says, There's no temptation has seized you except that is common to man. And God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. You might say, but what does that have to do with anything? This is talking about having victory over temptation. Because, see, today when I woke up feeling just horrible, the temptation was to just let minister Sylvia or do the program. But my yes, Lord, reminded me that I said yes to God. I didn't say yes to God when I'm only when I'm feeling well. My God. Cause see when the pressure is on and this great pressure of things going on with the family. Of things going on on the job here and there. My focus is still on God. I'm not saying these other things aren't important, but I'm saying my focus is still on God. I like how God had reminded me about the importance of prayer, the sexual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. But he also reminded me of how prayer now, or at least with the element, is being used thing of promotion as a thing of elevation, evangelistic, televangelistic. That's these great prayer warriors. In prayer. But the effectual, reverent prayers of the righteous avail us much. I remember when a prayer was just. Lord, hear my prayer, Lord. Hear my prayer, Lord. But see, that's not what we're hearing. We're hearing people use various exegesis and, and various words to be known in their prayer. But are they really praying to God or are they praying to the audience? It's not about your heart and the supplication of prayer like God intended. It's about the crowd, the crowd, the crowd from the north, the south, the east, and the west, the crowd that you have following you can pray that God has shared with me recently on my job uh, years ago, I got frustrated because every time someone needed an policy interpretation. They would not send me the policy and say, Ms. Kaiser, I read this, and it says this or that, and this is how I read it. 
And so based off of my interpretation, this is how I interpret this. They just wanted me to tell them what it meant and what it said. And then they would go and say, Cecilia said. Cecilia said this. Cecilia said that. So if someone came back and they had a problem with what was said, they would say Cecilia said it. But they knew that I would stand firm on whatever I said. And then um, they found a way around it that I would be able to let them know, well, that's how I interpret it. And I am going to stand on just what I said. And then I really keep coming back and say, but how do you interpret it? And now that I'm on my, as I would call it, exegesis from my job eventually through retirement, I realize I'm still saying the same thing. Well, how do you interpret it? And it's because I wanted to empower the people to be able to read what was written and interpret what was written through their years of service, through their collaborating with others, so that they would be empowered to make an interpretation of the policy and that their word would mean something. So that when Cecilia leaves, they're not left there and they're left there with nothing. And so now that I'm getting ready to retire and they're still comfortable with saying Cecilia said, I'm realizing that they're not walking in the empowerment that I try to give them and that God is using me to try to give them. So there's many that are praying in these arenas because they want to be prayer through. But God said, so therefore, when it's not just me praying, Margo praying, and Minister Sylvia praying, it's because God wants their prayers to be known from the north, the south, the east, and the west as infectual, fervent, righteous prayers as well. So if and when it's time for you to teach, if and when it's time for you to help out someone, if and when it's time for you to do this or that, don't be surprised. When I say, but what does God tell you? It doesn't mean anything other than God is trying to empower you to know who you are following. He did that with me with Apostle Sandra Thomas. She would put us in the basement, and we would be down praying in service there. And she would let us know. No, you're praying to be heard. No, you need to pray from your belly, my God. And God said to me during that time, what have I told you to pray? And I said, God, you told me to pray. Trust in the Lord with all night heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bone. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. So shall thine barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. 
God, you taught me to pray. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. May great harvest be sent among you, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrous with you. And no people shall never be ashamed. God, you taught me to pray. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. God, you taught me to pray. My God. I thank you. You taught me to pray your word, God. For your word even reminded me. Surely they will say of me. Mm. And the Lord alone our righteousness and strength. And all who rage against him will come to him and be put to shame. God, that's what you taught me to pray. God, you taught me to pray that he that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. That's what you taught me to pray, God. God, you taught me to pray. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and to overcome all the power of the enemy. And nothing will harm you. However, however, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written. The word we know the. So who and where are you putting your faith in? Who and what are you standing on? I have so much more that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, my God, wants me to cover. But he also told me to open up the program to Minister Sylvia who wasn't able to do her program on Friday night. Good morning, everyone. I'll come back. And if it's not any time when I'm finished, I will come back and um, finish whatever God has given me. But Mr. Sylvia... I turn the program over to you now. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, Apostle Elect, for turning the um, service over to me for just a moment. I um, wanted to share with the listening audience um, a poem that was given to me um, during our 61st family reunion in a book that they gave to the members as we had um, registered. It's called Promise Kept. And I I was looking at this, and I kept looking at it for a while, and God had released me to recite this poem that I wanted to use for Friday night about when I say I am a Christian. Looking at this poem, I began to think about First uh, Peter chapter two, verse nine. It said, "But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praise of Him who have called you out of the darkness into His marvelous light." which in 
times past were not a people, but now the people of God, which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. The poem is, when I say I am a Christian, when I say I am a Christian, I'm not shouting, I've been saved. I'm whispering. I get lost sometimes. That's why I choose this way. When I say I am a Christian, I don't speak with human pride. I'm confessing that I stumble, needing God to be my guide. When I say I am a Christian, I'm not trying to be strong. I'm professing that I am weak and I pray for the strength to carry on. When I say I am a Christian, I am not bragging of success. I'm admitting that I have failed and I cannot ever pay the debt. When I say I am a Christian, I don't think I know it all. I submit to my success asking humbly to be taught. When I say I am a Christian, I am not claiming to be perfect. My flaws are all too visible, but God believes I'm worth it. When I say I'm a Christian, I still fall, I still feel the scene of pain. I have my share of heartache. That's why I seek God's name. When I say I am a Christian. I do not wish to judge. I have no authority. I only know I'm loved. When I read that, I began to think about being a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. I began to realize that as we have been teaching and been taught We don't mourn like others. We don't live like others. We don't do like others. We give everything to God in prayer where we physically can't reach, where we physically can't go. We've been taught that if you don't have anything, you have prayer because the word says our weapons are not common. Our weapons that we use in a Christian lifestyle is none like the weapons of in the natural. In the natural, we feel we put our hands and we may want to call it our paws on something or somebody to handle a situation. But as a Christian, we know that prayer conquers all. Prayer can get in places that nothing else in no place, nobody else can get in. Prayer can enter into the heart of man. Prayer can break up some things that we don't even understand. When God told Moses to speak to the rock, but Moses decided he was going to do it in the natural. Because we don't follow instruction, we end up getting the wrath of God to come on us because we can pray our way through any and everything. When the people walked around Jericho and they followed the instructions as they walked around seven days and they prayed and then they shouted and the wall fell down. It didn't say crumble down. It said fell down. So when we pray and we stand on that and we understand that we are a peculiar person, a peculiar people. We are from royal priesthood. We have we are a holy nation. When we understand the meaning of when I say I'm a Christian, we're not standing with others. We're standing on God's promises. His promises are yea and amen. His promises are kept. His promises are true. And all we have to do is just stay in a place of knowing 
for I am a Christian and I stand on God's word. I thank God for that poem that um, our family had put in this a little love book for us. The poem was is from 1988 by Carol Weiner. I think that's how you say her name. But I thank God for that little poem. I really enjoyed it. It, it spoke a lot to me to remind me when I say I am a Christian, what that means. That means I'm standing in the obedience of God. That means I'm standing in God's mercy that I once did not have, but now I obtain the mercy of God because we know that we are saved by grace. When I say I am a Christian, out of all the things I can say, that is the most valuable commodity that I will ever have. When you go to the bank and ask for a loan and they ask you, what do you have? All I know is in the world, the most commodity I can have is to say I am a Christian. That's all I have for today, Apostle Ray. Okay, thank you very much, Minister Sylvia. Now, one of the things that it says next when it says who and what are you following It says, when you pay your bills and your bills are due, sometimes they're overdue. And when they're overdue, we have to pray and ask God and know that he will prosper us in every way and that your body, even as your soul keeps well and prosper. In fact, you can grace the truth of the gospel. And that's taking the word of Matthew 6 and 33 and 3 John and 2. But see, when you delight yourself also in the Lord, he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. See, I'm talking about praying the word of God. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh one rich, and it addeth no sorrow with it. Because see, God, like I said, the word says he's not going to allow his word to return to him void. He's going to establish it. So who and what are you putting your faith in? I'm still talking about the word of God. Do not fret thyself because of evil men and be anxious of those who do wrong. For the grass trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy the safe pastures. Delight my, my, my yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm, 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 mm. See, I, God, you know, when it comes time, it talks about the best day. It talks about facing those days alone. It talks about the strength that we need when we're weak. It talks about believing and have faith. It talks about blessings and living the blessings. It even talks about feeling all weighted down, uh, like you're running and flying on stumbling ground. It talks about the great things that uh, God is preparing us for. It talks about God increased my faith even more. It talks about the Lord preparing us for the hard times. But it says, Lord, increase my faith. Build up my hope tomorrow to help me conquer the sorrow. It talks about God increased my faith. It talks about moving and, and being made sure and pleased in God. But yet it says God increased my faith. It talks about being prepared to be rejected, but God increased my faith. It talks about being prepared to be overlooked and neglected. It talks about when the bills are due, increase my faith. It talks about when your friends are through 
it talks about when you need word that you've spoken. I've prayed your word, God. Increase my faith. It talks about telling God that you need a helper. Increase my faith. It talks about when you're coming through this and that. Increase my faith. So I'm saying to God on today, God, I'm following you. God, I'm standing on your word. Increase my faith. God, I'm declaring and I'm decreeing that I'm standing on your word. Fortify your word in me, God. Fortify your prayers in me, God. I do believe. But help me overcome my unbelief. According to Mark 9 and 24. God, I do worship, but help me to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, I do stand on your word to show the people the very things that have tried to tempt me to lose my focus and my willingness to come to you, God, saying, make me stronger, make me an overcomer, because I know your word shall not return unto your void, God. I thank you for perfecting those things that concerneth you and that, God, I'm one of those things. I'm one of those people. I'm one of your children and that you're perfecting me. God, increase my faith. God, I thank you that First John 5 and 14 has taught me to have confidence in you, God. I thank you that First Peter 5 and 7 tells me to cast all my anxieties on you, God. I thank you that Galatians tells me, God, that when I let not the things in my life, they have their season, God, but I won't give up. I won't. Your word tells me not to. It tells me that they're there because of them. It isn't telling me that they won't happen. It's a good season for hard times. God, I thank you that your word is reminding me about the due season. Hebrews 11 and 6 tells me that without faith it is impossible to please you, God. So I believe, but help find my unbelief. I know you're a rewarder of them who diligently seek you, God. Help me to seek you the more. God, your word tells me to confidently know that you are my helper and that I don't have to fear what man can do to me, but I only have to fear you, God. So God, when the sermon and the message came that said, who and what are you following? I remembered the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? For I'm following you, God. And I'm following you according to the empowerment of your wisdom, not the fear. Not my emotions, not he said she, but God, I have wisdom that you've given me. Increase my wisdom the more. I have faith that you've given me. Increase my faith even the more. I declare and I decree the manifestation of fully practicing. I don't speak to be seen of men, but all that I do, God, 
I do it for your glory. God, it was so easy. God, I won't. But I do what you said on today. Because of ourselves, God. God, I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for reminding me that it's because of you that I live and have my being, God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. God help us feelings and emotions, God. And it's greater. Than anything you've ever felt before. It's greater than anything we've ever experienced before. Thank you, God, for this promotion that you've given us on today. In higher depths in your wisdom. In higher, higher, higher expansion in your faith. Thank you, God. For when the enemy came in, like a flood, you've lifted up a standard against him. Because every breath that we have, I turn the program over to you all today. Thank you, Minister Margo, and thank you, Minister Sylvia. We praise and we thank God for his servant. We praise and we thank God for his word and and the word he sent us on today. We praise and we thank God because we know all things together for the good, for them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And we know that God has called Apostle Alexis Sylvia. And she has said yes. Thank you, God, for her yes. Thank you, God, for her faithfulness. Thank you, God, for her dedication. Thank you, God, for all that you're doing in her life. And I would simply like to read a few verses, Psalm 18, in your hearing, may it go into your spirit, may it increase your faith, may it touch your body, your soul, and your emotions. May you put your spirit in line with God's word as it reads, uh, let me get the right version here. I'll read the King James Version of Psalm 18. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from mine enemies. The showers of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The showers of hell compassed about me. The snares of death prevent me. In my call upon the Lord, and cried unto my God, who heard my voice out of his temple. 
and my cry came before him even into his ears. The Lord hears us. He hears our prayers. He hears our cries. He is always there. He is always listening. He is never too busy. He is our deliverance. He is our strength. He is our Lord. We worship him and we believe him no matter how we feel, no matter even what we see or hear. We trust God. Be blessed with God. Amen and amen. Amen. Anyone else? That was beautiful. God is always, always strong and beautiful. Anyone else? I thank God for today's service because the enemy did not want us to hear, touch, and agree and or receive today's service because, as your apostle said earlier, he's trying to attack the lie. He's trying to block it out and everything. But I thank God for the apostle bringing forth the word and continuing even though the enemy tried to use it but he can't stop the word and the will of God. So I thank you for the opportunity to hear you on today, woman of God. Amen. Amen. And if everyone, if you can keep uh, Minister um, Carvon in your prayers, um, he's not here for our program on today, um, but he was supposed to be. And so... Let's keep them in our prayers. Also, um, again, remember the power in praying the word of God. Even as um, Mr. Margot had uh, shared, and the glory of prayer. That we were here late in the midnight hours, and we would just hear her moaning and groaning the songs and the proverbs and the word of God, and we would see the manifestation of the word. I don't see and I don't hear the moanings and the groanings of the old times. But I can tell you God has taken me back then. Because when the enemy comes after your voice in your throat, but God can just help you say, Hear my prayer. Hear my prayer. Hear my prayer. And you begin to moan, you begin to groan. And you can feel God, Holy Spirit speaking. And you can hear the word of God strengthening you. Not like the people that were praying on the corner. The Bible to be heard and to be seen. And not the people nowadays that have made prayer into what it's not. I realize that if God can use a donkey in the Bible, we become famous. But I pray that when they stand before God, he welcomes them in. I don't want him to say depart from me. I don't want him to tell them that he doesn't know them. I want God to welcome us all. So who are you following? And what are you following? I pray that it's the word of God. Don't forget, tomorrow night, we have the awesome, awesome privilege of having the third Monday Woo, woo, woo. Iron sharpening iron. 
That's Minister Margo. I'm so excited about whatever God has given her for us at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then, of course, we have Friday, and it's usually Minister Sylvia or Prophet Antoine. It's supposed to be his night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that's 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it'll either think it's going to be Prophet Antoine, but we'll see. a.m., Mondays at 8 p.m., and Fridays, once again, at 9 p.m. So we'll see you then. Don't forget our foundational scripture. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So grow in grace and grow in the love of God, for he is love. And we've already prayed, so we will pray the music, and we will pray in the background. Bye-bye. Father, we thank you for everything that was said on today. We thank you that it was done for you. We thank you for even Thank you for a quiet place. Thank you for all that. And that we're whole. That we're healthy. And that our yes is. Our yes, Lord. It has no ending. Our yes. But I ask, Lord, it's for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. We thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you for strength, for wisdom. We thank you for your faith. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Yes, God. 